Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I, uh, I'm putting together the show. One of the last things I sent in was this clip from uh, a great congressman from Florida, Byron Donald. He went on Joy Reid's show because, you know, we can debate liberals. They just can't debate us. And absolutely wrecked, destroyed Joy Reid on her own show. She has one of these little meltdowns like, we're just going to stop this here kind of thing. Because she realizes she's getting just destroyed. I'll, I'll play that for you at the end of the show. I got a loaded show. Big update on the growing Biden scandal. Uh, update on what's happening with this vaccine misinformation stuff coming from the left and the libs and the science people. Loaded show. Today's show brought to you by GetRefunds.com. You own a business? This has been a bumpy ride. From the pandemic to inflation, I'm sure you could use a break. Innovation refunds can help. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys they have put together here are highly trained this little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you too. They do all the work with no charge up front. And they simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those who had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, go to GetRefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. All right, Joseph, let's go. Science! Little del- yeah, the, the bad science. <laughs> that song, is that from the song? Because yes. I'm terrible with some of your... Yeah, yeah. Science! Science! <laughs> science, always science. It's science, so you confront them on the actual science, which is what happened to this one, uh, Neil deGrasse. The Joe's already seen a clip. It's hilarious watching this guy spin. Hey, how come that didn't work? Uh, uh, I didn't really think of that. <laughs> so just first, quickly, there's been a massive FAA outage. If you're flying on a plane, listening to this show, you're probably sadly experiencing it right now. Uh, it was in their NOTAM system. A lot of the flights around the country have been grounded. Uh, the NOTAM system, it stands for Notice to Airmen. I am not a pilot. I can only tell you my experience with it, my prior line of work. When we were doing an advance uh, work for the president, we would work with an FAA liaison and put out a NOTAM. And a NOTAM, the Notice to Airmen, the pilots out there would say, don't fly here, or if you're going to fly here, here's the parameters in which you can do it, because you'd be flying over the president. So I got to assume that obviously that system is used for a whole lot of things. If the notice to airman system goes down or is having trouble, that's kind of a big deal. So we'll update you uh, throughout the day on the radio show, on my socials and elsewhere. But I thought I'd bring that up to you. I hope it clears up by the time any of you are listening to the show today. First, this is great. This is just classic. So the Biden hoarding of classified documents at his so-called think tank scandal is exploding. Watching the media spin this thing, I, I, I'm, it is, I had to tell you, has been one of the more enjoyable moments I've had this year. And it's only January 11th. I just, <laughs> Me too. The, just the defenestration, the eunuchs, the, the, the forfeiting of, of any sense of human dignity whatsoever in an effort for you to say, well, we were really mad when Trump had classified documents, but now we're not mad that Biden does, even though he has no power to declassify them, unlike Trump. Because just fill in the blank with various degrees of stupid. I covered it yesterday, but this is just a classic. Here's a clip of Biden with Andrea Mitchell. If you used to listen to the great Rush Limbaugh, Andrea Mitchell, very serious reporter up there with Leslie Stoll. Sir, these are two very serious people. Here's Andrea Mitchell. She's uh, This is a footage of her interviewing Biden after he left office post-vice presidency, admitting in his own presidential life, his, uh, his uh, think tank, excuse me, the UPenn think tank where these documents are alleged to have been held, right? Here he is admitting that he basically has no right to have these documents at all without admitting it. Here, check this out. In 2018, Joe Biden addressed his access to classified information in an interview with me. This was in the context of Russia's interference in U.S. elections, and it was in that office, the Penn-Biden Center. I don't have access to classified information anymore. I don't get briefed every morning by the agency, as I did for eight years. Oh, this is just great. This is so 
You see how now they're forced to show some of their own footage because he's on record on digitally recorded video for everyone to see forever saying on 60 minutes. Oh, that's at least a month. I mean, that's a dude. That's at least a month. That's, that's a it's question. Early. It's a maybe a, yeah, it's early, but that's a, I, I'd go maybe a one and a half Motley's on that one, but that's okay. You are the expert. Key, <laughs> you, you got to throw me the Motley guy. We got the Motley can. Thank you. We can, of course, we have to show. Thank there you to the listeners. Show me that mother. He's in the middle of stretching or doing his yoga routine or whatever over there. So, <laughs> yes, this is hilarious. He's admitting in an interview with MSNBC, so he has no way to duck out of it like I was set up by a conservative reporter. It was Andrea Mitchell admitting that he's not, he doesn't have access anymore. He's not briefed into these programs. Why is that a problem? Because he had documents that were labeled SCI. Sensitive, compartmentalized information. What does that mean? Again, as I said yesterday, those are documents that can only be viewed in very specific facilities called SCIFs, Sensitive Compartmentalized Information Facilities. Joe Biden's UPenn think tank was not one of them. That's just a fact. He has no way out of this. Now, Watching the media spin on this is really, it's been hilarious. Hilarious. I mean, a Sebastian Maniscalco level comedy act, right? Now, so you understand the proper lens to see this through, right? If you're asking yourself, well, why not just admit it was a mistake, you know, have some media dignity, do some actual journalism for once? Well, all right, obviously they're not going to do that. But why not just admit it in this case? It's probably not a huge deal, as I've said in the past. There have been multiple reports in the past of presidents of every party getting caught up in this same problem. Classified papers get mixed in with unclassified papers. It happens all the time. But remember, it was only a big deal when it happened to Trump. So now the proper lens to view all this through, this scandal, and you'll understand and you'll be able to translate the media's actions and predict them, is everything you have to view uh, these days through a lens of how does this impact the media and the left and the culture's war on Donald Trump. You see, they see Donald Trump. Tattoo this on your brain, please. I need you to. They see Donald Trump as a unique threat to their progressive collective socialist future. They just do. He's got populist support. It drives them crazy. They are almost singularly focused everything they do on how to take out Trump. It was the purpose of the January 6th committee, the Russia scandal, the Spygate scandal, the corruption of the FBI, the corruption of the CIA. All of it was done to take out Trump. When you understand why this case has them castrating themselves and embarrassing themselves on television trying to defend Biden, view it through the lens of how it impacts their war on Trump. How are they going to go after Trump now? How are they going to go after Trump for allegedly having classified documents. I say allegedly because Trump's saying I declassified them, which makes the whole case uh, moot goes away. This destroys their whole premise. That's why they don't care. They will do anything right now to stop this thing. Anything. Here's what I mean. Here's another one. So here's MSNBC yesterday acknowledging on the air that the Biden White House has known about this for two months, they have no way around this because the papers were found. The papers were found before the midterm elections. The only reason you're hearing about this now is because the House GOP took over. We now run the House of Representatives. We have a majority. And there are going to be subpoenas dished out and they would have found it. That's the only reason you're hearing about this. Check this out. It was interesting and I think important to note that White House advisors at the highest levels would have known that this issue was ongoing for at least two months, given the timeline we were given from the White House yesterday. And so I think one of the questions is about why they've waited for this story to sort of break in the news on its own versus being fully transparent, disclosing this as soon as it happened two months ago. That's one of the many questions I think reporters are going to be trying to ask when we see President Biden later today. They waited because they wanted to see, I mean, really, MSNBC? They wanted to see what was going to happen in the midterms. If the House did not take over, uh, if, the Republican, uh, if the Republicans did not take over the House, they wouldn't have had committees and they wouldn't have had committee chairs. They wouldn't have had subpoena power. The White House would have hid this thing forever. 
They lost. We took the House back. Elections have consequences. Your vote did matter. We took back the House. Biden's team knew the DOJ was going to get subpoenas. They can't ignore them. Now that they've set a precedent, you ignore a subpoena, you go to jail. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Just ask Steve Bannon, Roger Stone. Just ask them. They have nowhere to go. That's the only reason they let the MSNBC doesn't know that's the only reason they let the information out. Here was Biden yesterday. Now, Biden is completely incompetent, obviously. Biden was, someone wrote this for Biden. He's at this trilateral uh, presser he's doing with AMLO from Mexico and Trudeau from Canada. And the, one of the first questions he's asked is about this growing explosive scandal. Biden having classified documents, unauthorized to have SCI level documents. This is a serious breach of national security. Here he is reading from a script, and I want you to pay very close attention here. He's trying to play the Sergeant Schultz, I don't know nothing about nothing about nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not one. Ignorance of the law is not a defense. Oh, you murdered someone? Oh, I didn't know murder was illegal. Homicide was illegal. That's not a defense. Secondly, I don't know what's worse, as I said yesterday. Him admitting now in his statement, he doesn't know anything about anything, making him look completely incompetent in his handling of very serious national security documents, or that he did know and he ignored the law. I genuinely don't know which one makes him look worse. They seem to think the I don't know nothing strategy works for them. Take a listen. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol. When I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box, in a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives. And I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon. And uh, there'll be more detail at that time. Notice he answers no questions on how these serious, very serious national security documents got there. Right. Yes, yes, and answers no questions about that at all. He doesn't mention the fact that the documents are alleged to be SCI documents. You cannot view outside. You can't view them. Forget about taking them outside of a skiff. I'm very familiar with skiff documents. We used to have to set up on the road and we were doing presidential advance work. Skiffs on the road. White noise generators, tents you could view the information in inside of hotel rooms. Believe me, I know what a skiff looks like. You're not even allowed to take the documents outside of it. How did they get there? Who took them? Did he do a Sandy burglar and stick them in his drawers as he was walking out of the White House? I know nothing. 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 A perfect timing. Of course you're not. That's his defense. I'm an idiot. That's his defense. And of course the media will let it go here. That's enough for them. If it was a Republican, it would be the first question at every press conference at this point moving forward. They'll let this go now. Look at this, by the way. Washington Examiner. Even CNN forced to report this yesterday. The classified documents at the think tank featured material on Iran, UK, and Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine. Isn't that interesting? Oh. Ukraine, where Biden was the point man and his son Hunter. Had a no-show gig at Burisma, a Ukrainian national, a natural gas company. It was under investigation. Well, son of a... Well, son of a gun. Golly, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Thank you. Maybe Biden was trying to get some briefing information on Ukraine in case he ran for president, was asked about Hunter again. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. I want you to watch now the left. This is this is where it gets just glorious. I, I've been having so much fun with this. Here is Russia Rachel Maddow. Again, a just uh, a ridiculous, absurd figure in today's politics. A woman who has promoted so many different hoaxes. Again, with Leslie Stahl and others, 
how she still has a television program anywhere is just completely bizarre. The woman has zero credibility at all. If you watched her for the four years of the Trump presidency, you were convinced that a fairy tale existed about Trump's collusion with Russia. And you're not angry at Rachel for wasting your time for four years? Can you imagine me telling you a story about Joe Biden being a space alien? You find out if it's some kind of ridiculous fairy tale and you're still here? Liberal privilege, man. You get to lie forever. Here she is last night again. Lips surgically attached to Biden's ass because that's what she does because she's a joke of a human being. And as predicted, plays the, well, what aboutism card? Because remember, everything has to be viewed through the lens of how does this affect Rachel Maddow's war on Trump? Listen to how she does it right here and you'll see what I mean. Check this out. The reason this created a lot of excitement on the right briefly tonight is that it immediately created a perceived whataboutism defense for President Trump. President Trump is under federal criminal investigation for apparently deliberately hoarding hundreds of classified documents at his home in Florida, including refusing to hand them over after National Archives told them he had to, even after they subpoenaed him to get those documents. So there was this sort of brief excitement on the right tonight that they thought they had a new defense, right? Oh, it's supposedly so bad what Trump did at Mar-a-Lago with all the nuclear documents and stuff. But look, Joe Biden's just as bad. Why aren't they serving search warrants on President Biden the way they did on former President Trump? As I said tonight, a, a brief flurry of excitement on the right about this prospect when this news broke about the Penn-Biden Center. The reason it was only a brief flurry of excitement is because in President Biden's case, uh, he and his lawyers appear to have actually done the right thing when it comes to these classified documents. Um, Biden's lawyers say they discovered these documents among his vice presidential papers at his office at the Penn-Biden Center on November 2nd. The White House Counsel's Office then notified the National Archives that same day. He's like, don't you think she's just a bad host? Like, I'm just objectively speaking. She uses and repeats the same words and phrases. It's the same themes in every show already discredited. Everything's Trump, 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 Trump. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think she's terrible. But, you know, the, liber the liberals seem to love terrible hosts. Our show does quite well. I mean, she gets paid. I, I saw reported something like $30 million a year to do one show a week. By the way, even in this business, that's an obscene amount of money. So liberals love her. But that says more about liberals than it does Rachel Maddow, that they're attracted to this buffoon who is a serial, serial liar about Trump. You see there how she, she conveniently leaves out all of the actual relevant facts. Number one, she's not talking about the Biden case. She quickly pivots to the Trump case, right, and tries to create a contrast. Why? Because as I opened up the show, if you're viewing this about, oh, is this about classified documents? You are wrong. You have to view it through the lens the media sees. How does this hurt us in our war on Trump? It makes us look stupid. Because we, we are, we're already convicted Trump for the same thing Biden did. Notice, too, how she ignores that the reason Trump was working with the archives, she wasn't ignoring the archives, was working with the archives. That's documented. People, they had sent people down there to look at the place he had the documents. The reason that was happening is because Trump has the authority as president to declassify documents. There was a dispute. There is no dispute whatsoever about Biden's classified documents because he has no authority whatsoever to declassify them. Notice how she leaves all of those points out. I want to just hit on something else uh, briefly to get to my first sponsor, but that Biden red script because he's completely incapable of extemporaneously defending himself because he's a scandal ridden buffoon. Do you hear what he said in the beginning? Uh, it was a professor at UPenn. He loves calling himself a professor. Yeah. Which is good because, you know, he taught so many classes and he was, uh, I mean, he was reviewed on professor.com or whatever. And they loved him. Um, except for the fact that Joe Biden never, ever taught a class during this professorship, he claims, at UPenn, which is really weird that he keeps talking about it. Why? Because the man has a total lack of self-confidence. It's why he is always bragging about things he never did. Let me get to my, uh, my first sponsor here. I'll get back to that. New York Post is a great piece. A little older, but it exposes this. Uh, Field of Greens. Field of Greens. Uh, I have been with Brickhouse Nutrition for a long time. I love this product. 
Uh, sure, you'd like to drop those leftover pandemic pounds, but how sick of you are all the ads for weight loss pills and ridiculous fad diets? You know that. They don't work. You know what works? Eating a healthy diet, including healthy servings of fruits and vegetables each day. Listen, it takes a while to prepare fruits and vegetables. We know that. So this is what I use. I use Field of Greens. Listen, it's always best to get a full, a complete diet, but it's hard, folks. You're running around all day. This is like your fruit and vegetable insurance plan. It's called Field of Greens. This is the wild berry flavor. It is delicious. I take it twice a day. Field of Greens. It's a science-backed formula of specific, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables you won't find in any other product. Proper nutrition can reboot your metabolism so you burn calories faster and lose weight in a healthier way. Field of Greens is the only brand backed by a better health promise. With good nutrition, you will look and feel healthier fast, but the greater proof comes at your next checkup when your doctor says, why you've lost weight, whatever you're doing, keep it up. Again, I take it twice a day. The lemon-lime is delicious. The wild berry is called Field of Greens. Field of Greens, let's get you started on it with 15%, 15% of your first order. How do you get it? You go to their website. It's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan, promo code Dan. Listen, the proof is in the pudding. A lot of you asked me how I managed to lean out. This was a very, very helpful tool in that process. Field of Greens, pick it up today, BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. All right, just quickly on that note, because Biden's just a serial liar, a plagiarist. Uh, he always has been his entire life. Uh, now we know he's incredibly corrupt. We have, we have scandal after scandal emerging. He is the worst president easily we've seen in United States history at this point. He's destroying the country. Remember this piece from uh, last year, a couple of years ago? Biden keeps telling everyone he was a professor. Really? Well, he was an honorary professor. That's interesting. Honorary professor. You kind of get those, you know, you get those roles and you've accomplished stuff and you don't actually teach a class. He talks about it like he's up in front of the room with his glasses on and, a, you know, a calculator watch, you know, doing quantum physics with his students. So he was an honorary professor from February of 2017 to April of 2019. Oh, look at this. He was paid a nice chunk of money, 371 k oh. and then 540000 in 2018 and 2019. According to an investigative report from the Philadelphia Inquirer, $540,000. Well, surely to earn that kind of money, that's a lot of cheese, half a million dollars. How many classes exactly was he teaching? Well, according to a compilation of Biden appearances done by this media outlet, he was there only nine times. One of the visits was to promote his book. The others were Q&As. Nine visits. Taught no classes. Big money. It's good to have a last name Biden where you can trade off it for cash, isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, the man's a serial grifter. Nine visits. So do the math on that. What was he paid? About thirty-nine dollars to $45,000 per visit to the campus. Nice gig. You pen, I'll do it. I'll do it for less. Joe will do it for less. Oh, yeah. Joe, Joe, you do it for 10? Yeah. Joe will do it for 10. He'll even drive up. You don't even got to pay his travel. I'll do it for less than, far less than that. Pay me 25 for nine visits. I'll, I'll, I'll show up. I'll do a QA. Nice. Good to be the king, isn't it? King of a village of idiots. It's disgusting. But liberals choose to stay dopey, folks. Not all of them. They don't all, it's, it's, it's not all of them are dopey. Some of them, I don't mean this as a compliment, by the way. Not all of the libs are dopey. A lot of the libs are just straight up malicious. These are very smart people. Rachel Maddow is not an idiot. Rachel Maddow knows exactly what she's doing. She uses deliberate misinformation tactics to get her viewer audience, which is clearly not that bright. Because as Guy said before, and I'm glad you said that, she's not even an interesting host. She's a moron when it comes to being a host. Not as a, she's actually very smart. Her skills are terrible. She that makes no effort whatsoever to produce a quality product. We're up here at the crack of dawn every day, listing out a show in a specific order with elements. She doesn't even care. She just riffs and sounds like a moron on her show. But her audience is dumb. They like being dumb. They don't like being told the truth. Here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. How smart people on the left mislead lemming-like audiences on the left. So Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's like, I don't know, some kind of astrophysicist guy. People seem to, the guy, every time I see the guy saying something dumb on social media. So I'm not really sure how bright this guy is either. He may be one of the stupid, smart people. He was on a podcast. I think it's Patrick uh, B 
Beth David. I'm, I'm, I, he was on a podcast. It is. Okay. I've had him on my show. Good guy. And this is perfect. This is a perfect example, a summation in this one clip of why liberals choose to stay dopey. They listen to guys like the Grass Tyson, who are the stupid smart people like Maddow. Really, really bright when it comes to degrees and a CV. Really stupid when it comes to the real world. Patrick Bet David asked him a simple question about the vaccine. Okay, listen, you're claiming there's this great process for vetting these vaccines. Well, if that's the case, then how come the process broke down? And then DeGrasse Tyson states the obvious. Oh, well, at least they protect the community from infection. Oh, they do? And liberals suck it all up. Check this out. In a case where you can contaminate someone else, it's not about you. It's about the collective you're assuming health you're assuming you're assuming because somebody can take the vaccine uh won't get covid which by the way i don't need to play the clips for you to see it where everybody said hey if you get it you're not going to get if you take the vaccine you're not going to get a rachel Maddow, joe biden i can give you fauci i can give you fit and you've seen these clips before it's not like you've never seen it before yeah, yeah. what happened they was, were wrong hold on so so um the strain evolved the strain evolved. Oh, so then, so just to be clear, everything you just said is wrong. So the procedure didn't have the procedure for approving vaccines did not longitudinally line up with an evolving vaccine, uh, an evolving virus, which is only Joe every virus ever. Um, the flu virus does that too, and therefore there's a process for reevaluating new flu vaccines. Doesn't matter. They rushed all this stuff to the market. He then says something, and notice he uses the word collective very deliberately because this is how liberals think. They think like the Borg, the hive mind, the bee queen tells them what to do. The hive runs out and they do it. He uses that term collective. Oh, it's for the collective. It, kind of implying with a wink and a nod that the vaccine is going to stop transmission of the virus to others, which is absolutely false. But do you understand liberals believe this, just like they believe Rachel Maddow? This is why they stay dopey. They have faith in a resume, even if the resume doesn't match real world uh, accomplishments or real world experience when it comes to getting ideas across. All right, let me move on because I got some good news. Started today with some uh, so laughing at the media coverage of this embarrassing new scandal by the Biden administration. And the winds continue. The House has uh, been taken over by the GOP. It's now official. The rules are passed. We have a speaker. Ladies and gentlemen, your vote did matter. Your vote mattered. Could it matter more if we would eliminate the cheating? It could. But your vote mattered. Chest out, chin up. We don't need to pop the bubbly, but the winds keep piling up. Let's rack them up. Daily Caller, Adam Schiff, uh, of course, one of the pee-pee hoax guys, Eric Swalwell, Fang Fang's boyfriend, and Ilhan Mo Omar, some people did something on 9-11 to officially be kicked off the Intelligence and Foreign Affairs Committee. That's one of those moments. Excellent work. GOP ran on this stuff, said they were going to do it, and they're doing it. Is that me kissing their asses? No. We beat them up when they need to get beaten up, rhetorically, of course. But when they do something that aligns with our conservative values, that's a good thing. The good news doesn't end there. Axios. GOP pressure makes the Pentagon here drop the vaccine mandate for the military. That was because the GOP was not going to fund that. That is a big development. I said yesterday, how do we start to take back the country? The same way you eat an elephant. One small bite of roux at a time. Wow, that's good. Two good stories for... Oh, no, it doesn't end there. There's more. Look at this one. The House just passed a resolution creating the Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. Stay tuned. We're just getting started. That's a tweet from House Judiciary. Now we're going to get a look via subpoena power, which they can't ignore because the new rules. Remember, fellas, the new rules, you ignore subpoena, you go to jail. Yeah. Roger Stone, Steve Bannon and others. Remember that? Peter Navarro. You ignore subpoenas right to jail. So now those subpoenas are going to have teeth, fangs, incisors, which is going to be really great when the Democrats say, we're not going to show up and talk about that. Jail for you. Jail for you, just like jail for Biden if Trump goes to jail for the same thing, right? New rules. Them's the rules. Now, 
When I get to my next sponsor, I'm going to show you after the break how the Democrats are losing their marbles over this new committee that's going to investigate the FBI, the DOJ, and most importantly, most importantly, listen, the Democrats in Congress and up on the Hill and their role in working with the FBI, the intel community, and the DOJ to violate your constitutional rights. Watch Adam Schiff totally melt down. I'll get to that in a second. It's glorious. Folks, LifeLock. I use LifeLock. I've been a customer for a long time. Why? Because I had my identity stolen. It was horrible. It took me, I don't know, six months to clean it up. It was a mess. As we begin 2023, experts are highlighting new identity theft threats to watch out for. Some tactics include a shift to platonic relationship scams instead of romance-based ones. Others include scams targeting specific ethnic groups and those with limited English proficiency and payment app scams. Scams are everywhere. Will likely continue to increase as their popularity uh, of use of these apps increases. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, it makes it dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it for you. Listen, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help you protect yourself with LifeLock. I use it. My whole family uses it. Identity theft protection starts with LifeLock. Join now and save up to 25% of your first year at LifeLock.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino for 25% off LifeLock.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Check it out today. Okay, so Adam Schiff, uh, the one, probably the main, I, I think it's arguable, but probably the main PP tape hoaxer. Swalwell was another one. But Schiff was all invested in cable hits, claiming uh, Putin and Donald Trump were giving each other massages in a back room somewhere to steal an election. He was all in on that. The fact that he made up the entire thing and it's a fraud doesn't matter to Adam Schiff because like Rachel Maddow, he's a protected class, a Democrat who lies with impunity. Watching Adam Schiff melt down because he now knows that this committee that they just created, the Republicans up on Capitol Hill, is likely going to find some malfeasance he was knee deep in. Listen to him go right to the stupid Adam Schiff, spineless loser talking points he's been touting for five, six years now. It's a Jahira, check this out on the House floor. This is glorious. Mr. Speaker, I rise in strong opposition to the Republican Select Subcommittee to investigate deep state conspiracy theories. And if you had any doubt about what this committee is really about, about its true focus, my colleague from Montana just confirmed this is all about deep state nonsense. Republicans claim without merit that this subcommittee will investigate the so-called weaponization of the federal government. But what it's really intended to do is to undermine the legitimate investigation of President Trump's incitement of a violent attack on this building, on this capital, on this citadel of democracy, an investigation that implicates some of the very members of this body who want to sit on that committee. Right, right to January 6th. It's all, it's all, you understand it's all this guy has? This goofball clown show who's humiliated himself in front of the media. Remember when Tucker Carlson had him stare into the camera and insist that he had information about Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump and Russian interference and he made the entire thing up? Folks, this is a good day. Shout in front. I know it's a terrible thing, but you should celebrate. The Democrats' level of panic is directly proportional to the Republicans' level of activity on the conservative side. When they do conservative stuff, the Democrats panic and you just saw it. Now, why is this committee so important? Because this thing dropped yesterday, and shockingly, I heard very little about it on any outlets. Ryan Lovelace, Washington Times, read this gem. It's in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. It is sitting right there. Check it out. The FBI revealed it uses the CIA and NSA to spy on Americans? Wait, what? Huh? How come we how come to hear more about this yesterday? So information obtained by CIA and NSA searches of their records, we now find out may be used in assessments and investigations according to a leaked 2011 FBI rulebook. So the FBI, Joe, is doing assessments now. Notice how they don't use the word investigations because people will be like, well, why are you using the CIA then? 
There are specific law enforcement procedures for you guys to use to prevent to present information in court. No, no, no. We're doing an assessment. And apparently to do an assessment on someone sounds like what Kyle, remember, Guy, the whistleblower warned us about how the FBI doesn't want to do criminal investigations anymore. They just want to do intelligence gathering. It's, no, it's what you thought. He's like, it's exactly what I thought. Because if they do criminal investigations, there are specific rules to get the case into court. Intelligence investigations, they can do seemingly whatever they want. And here's what they need to start one of these assessments, Joe. It's very detailed. They need a authorized purpose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Authorized purpose. Who authorized it? Muttley? <laughs> An authorized purpose. That's it. You are hereby authorized. Go forth to love and serve. The investigations are intended to prevent federal crimes. Notice. Notice what it says there. To prevent, not investigate federal crimes. Not invent, prevent federal crimes. And protect against threats to national security or collect foreign intelligence. Kyle Cerf, an FBI whistleblower, told us exact, warned us against exactly this. These aren't investigating federal crimes. This is the FBI trying to pull a Tom Cruise minority report thing to violate your civil liberties. I warned you over and over and over again that the difference between a constitutional republic and a tyranny is a republic investigates, uses its law enforcement to investigate a crime in search of people who may have done it. What the FBI is now doing through assessments is investigating people in search of crimes. And they've got a blanket reason to do it, an authorized purpose. Now do you see why this committee is so important and Adam Schiff is melting down? They absolutely love this stuff, tyrannical Democrats, weaponized federal law enforcement. Love it. All right, moving on. So this Biden trilateral meeting, he didn't only give that ridiculous brief written statement where he claims to be a professor, <laughs> again, hilariously, and he also admits he doesn't know anything about anything and lost control of classified documents in his own office. There was some more news there. Folks, sometimes you just have to listen to hear the truth. I'm not trying to wax philosophic. I'm not some kind of like uh, poet or anything. But if you just learn how to listen, I mean, listen the right way to authoritative sources who know what they're talking about, who've got a documented record of telling you the truth, and you learn how to parse through talking points and leave the grifters behind, the truth comes right out. This is what happened yesterday. And you're not going to find this unless you're scrolling through the right accounts on social media through people who are actual truth tellers. The left-wing media wants to make this go away. At that same press conference yesterday, Mexican president AMLO, he outed Joe Biden for his open border policies and almost nobody reported on it at all right in front of the world to see. I want you to listen to what he said. You're going to hear the translator. He's obviously speaking Spanish. You're going to hear the translator where AMLO outs Biden on his inactivity on the border wall, which would stop this mass invasion happening at the southern border. Check this out. You? President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. And that, we thank you for that, sir. Did you? I heard that live. The left-wing media people must have panicked. Because remember, Biden's only down at the border because he wants to run again. He has his lowest approval ratings on illegal immigration. There's a mass invasion at our southern border. And he's trying to make people believe, gaslighting-wise, the dopey libs who watch the Grass Tyson and Rachel Maddow, he's trying to make them believe that he's doing something to stop the flow. Hemlo just humiliated him in front of the entire world. Thank you for not building one single meter of wall. Mexico is thanking him for allowing the invasion. And it happened on international television. Oh, you, you'll never see that. You'll never see it anywhere unless you're following the right accounts. They want to make that go away. It happened again. This AMLO really stuck it to Biden. It's glorious. Here's the president of Mexico again admitting that the Joe Biden presidency has been like an open invitation to the cartels and others to bring mass amounts of people illegally through the southern border. He just said it. 
You're not going to see it anywhere unless you're watching this show and following conservatives. Check this out. Expectations were created that with the government of President Biden, there would be a better treatment of migrants. And this has caused Central American migrants and also from our country wanting to cross the border, thinking that it is easier to do so. (laughs) So Biden on one hand. Is telling everyone, oh, I'm being really tough on the border. I'm going down there. It's those Republicans that are in the way. He goes down there for this trilateral meeting with AMLO and Trudeau from Canada. He goes down there and gets it completely wrecked as AMLO just outs him. Who is AMLO, by the way, who's a, a Man, uh, Manuel uh, Lopez Obrador, who is a huge liberal, a monster borderline communist, wants to nail Biden and box him in. And get this all on record in front of the international community. While the Biden team's trying to put out the exact opposite message. You're not going to see that stuff anywhere. So next time your liberal friends say, oh, no, 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 Biden's doing something about the border. Say, really? Because the Mexican president seems to be thanking him for doing nothing on the border. Here it is. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. I got a couple things coming up. Uh, I don't watch the Golden Globes. Obviously, I give exactly zero hits with an S in front of it about the Golden Globes. But Eddie Murphy said something funny last time. You know, I, I, Joe and I, and, and I'm not geeky, he's too young, we grew up on Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was, yeah. you know, Eddie Murphy raw. I mean, he was the king of Con Beverly Hills cop. So he got some kind of like achievement award or whatever. And uh, he had something funny. And then uh, I want to show you Joy Reid getting totally wrecked. And uh, it's kind of glorious to watch Byron Donald take her down her own show and her so eager to, Please stop talking. You're making me look like an idiot on my own show. First, some people run from danger, folks. Some people face it head on. In today's world, make sure you face it head on and get prepared today. Part of a small preparedness strategy, a smart preparedness strategy is emergency food. I have a lot of it. I have a number of kits of emergency food for every member of my family. You need emergency food that stays fresh for up to 25 years so it's ready when you need it. Well, my Patriot Supply can do that for you. They're the largest, the nation's largest preparedness company. Right now, you get a great deal here. They're knocking $200 off their three-month emergency food kit just in time if you know what hits the fan here. I love this company. I've been using them for years. I can't recommend them highly enough. The food's great, and so is their customer service. Food comes with a deep dis- a discount, a steep discount today, so I urge you to go to preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com right now. Check this off your list. Don't wait. Listen, the day's coming. If you don't have enough food on hand, you'll regret it. So do yourself a favor. Go to preparewithdan.com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit. At this price, get one kit per person in your family. These kits are in stock and they ship fast and free. Save $200 per kit when you go to preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Again, better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Okay. Just a couple more quick things I found. Stories you're not going to see anywhere else, but you are going to see here. So this popped yesterday, and just like AMLO's statements that'll get buried by the left-wing media about Biden, you're not going to see this report highlighted on left-wing media pretty much anywhere. So they put out this truthinaccounting.org uh, study about the financial state of, uh, of, uh, this, of our states, the 50 states. Biden uh, uh, and Obama think there's 57. Uh, there's only 50. So the fiscal health of states. And uh, let me, I'm not going to go through the entire list, but I'll give you the top five first. And you tell me be an interactive show. You tell me if you sense a pattern here about the governing patterns of these states. Here are the top five fiscally healthy states. Alaska, North Dakota, Wyoming, Utah, and South Dakota. Hold on, Joe. I know you're struggling with this. I'll give you a few more minutes. The governing patterns of those states and the ideological divide. So stand fast. Those are the top five. Here are the bottom five. Massachusetts, Hawaii, Illinois, Connecticut, and the worst fiscally healthy state in the union, New Jersey. Now, Joe, if you need a minute, you can take <laughs> it here. But those top five states, Republican-leaning or Democrat? If you, if you need a moment, it's okay. Well, Dan, I'll go with red. You will go with red? Red meaning Republican? Yes, sir. The verdict is in. Joe's correct. And the oh! bottom five states, Joe, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Illinois, Connecticut, New Jersey, Leaning D or uh, leaning R? Uh, I'd say D, Dan. He nails it again. Leo DiCaprio, Giffy guy. He nails it again. He nails it again. Now, again, some people would call this a clue. Now, the pattern doesn't 
it's not a 100% pattern. There are some states that are purplish, red, that are having some trouble. Kentucky, for instance, is 44 and a little bit of trouble. There are also some uh, red, uh, blue states that are in the top 10. The or- Oregon, which is a blue state, is number eight. But ladies and gentlemen, the correlation between the Republican conservative lean of your state and the fiscal health is absolutely undeniable. Doesn't matter. Liberals watch Rachel Maddow, Neil deGrasse Tyson, NBC, and CNN. You're not going to hear anything about it. You'll still be led to believe that somehow the fiscal insanity in these bottom five states is due to Republicans, despite the fact that they're all led almost universally at the bottom by Democrats. California, right, 45. I know. I had to go bottom five tougher because we go on all day. But it's true. California is right above Massachusetts in their fiscal insanity. Here's another one that just makes me laugh, how liberals just, they, they lie to me. The dopiness will continue. The beatings will continue until morale improves. The dopiness will continue until morale improves on the left. So I told you yesterday that this IRS report that came out about audits is conclusive. You stand a far greater chance if you are poor or middle class of getting audited than you do if you're wealthy. And the reason is because of this thing called the correspondence audit. There's a great article in Reason. It's in the newsletter today. I'd love for you to check out. Here's a a screenshot from it. They talk about this IRS data. The correspondence audit is this. It's basically the IRS sends you a letter. You owe us this much money, you're getting audited, pay up. Well, Joe, you and I both know millionaires and billionaires are going to flip the IRS the middle finger. And they're going to say, okay, I'm taking you to court. So the correspondence audit results in legal proceedings, money, and time. So what happens? The people who are just going to respond to the letter and pay up because they don't, you know, they may not be able to have the legal access billionaires do, are just going to pay. So here we go. This reason article. The taxpayer class with unbelievably high audit rates, five and a half times everyone else, were low income wage earners. (laughs) So the libs want 87,000 more IRS agents despite the fact that the IRS goes after middle and lower income folks at a much higher rate. Than, and yet the facts are totally irrelevant to the left. Why Watch it yourself. Again, why do they stay dopey? It's not just Maddow. It's not just the Grass Tyson. It's not just Fauci. They listen to Joe Scarborough, the morning schmo, and Mika Brzezinski. They're on with Chuck Schumer repeating the same ridiculous talking point that these IRS agents are going to go after big business and the wealthy. You have no evidence to back that up at all. Stay dopey, Libs. Check this out. Republicans act like it's a communist move (laughs) if you want billionaires and the richest multinational corporations in the world to pay the same tax rates that you or I pay. Right. That clerical workers pay that their secretaries pay well i i I don't understand what and i'm going to turn it on you what's the disconnect why do democrats keep losing working class voters when this is a party that is clearly determined to let the richest billionaires in the world pay zero in taxes. Right. Well, this is an issue that we in a dem- our Democratic caucus feel strongly about. Um, I came out very strongly with a statement, as did many others, about what they did on this thing. And we are going to that's going to be one of the issues we're going to be pursuing. Um, it's harder in the Senate, you know, and with the, with the 60 votes needed. But we actually uh, decreased the deficit in the IRA. The, the Republicans hated the IRA, but that reduced the deficit by $300 billion. Here, their first move, as I think you or Willie mentioned, is going to increase the deficit by $100 billion because we'll collect even fewer taxes from these people. So just to be clear, Chuck Schumer's talking point is we're going to sick the IRS on a bunch of poor and middle class folks to take more money so we can then go spend it and pretend to reduce the deficit. While Joe Scarborough parrots a talking point, this is primarily going after corporations. I just showed you the data. Stay dopey, Libs. Wait a bit of comic relief. We'll end the show on a good note. Joy Reid getting wrecked, but first, this was Eddie Murphy at the Golden Globes. He has three life lessons. I, <laughs> I hate the Golden Globes. I can't stand Hollywood. But come on, this is pretty funny. Here, check this out. I want to let you know that there is a, a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, 
longevity and peace of mind. It's a blueprint. And I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. There's three things you just do. These three things. Pay your taxes. (laughs) Mind your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name. (laughs) Come on, that's pretty funny. If it was anyone other than Eddie Murphy, I'd probably ignore it. But that's some pretty funny stuff. Uh, Will Smith, I don't think he's allowed at the Golden Globes. They get like a 10-year ban or something. Finally, I want to end with this. This is even funnier. So Byron Donald's excellent conservative congressman uh, out of uh, Southwest Florida. He went on Joy Reid's show last night. This is why liberals, uh, he won't be allowed back after this. This is why liberals largely keep conservatives off their show unless they can control the conversation. So I want you to watch Joy Reid as they get into a conversation about spending us into the abyss. And Byron Donalds brings up the factually accurate claim, I'll show you in a second, the factually accurate claim that Social Security is going bankrupt. It is not traditional bankruptcy in the way you would know it, but going insolvent in that the trust fund will not be able to meet obligations is a precise way to say it. It is, in fact, doing so by 2035. Watch Joy Reid absolutely freak out as her MSNBC audience who, again, they stay dopey all the time because they listen to Scarborough, Maddow, and her, are told for the first time that Social Security doesn't have the money they told you they have. Watch her lose it. Try to shut them down. Check this out. My friend Jody Arrington, who's going to chair budget, he wants to look into the budget and also look into entitlements. Do you know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035? It is not going to be. That yes, is not true. That, that is, is actually, actually not true. No, it's say. actually not now, Joy, true. It's actually not true. Professional. It's actually not. It, but it's actually not true. Financial community. I that's actually not true. Social that's actually not true. Will go insolvent. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not true. Should we not prepare that is not for true. that? What the Republican Party and what the Tea Party have proposed is privatizing Social Security. Which would actually subject Social Security to the whims of the market, which I don't think that people. If you that's not what they paid into. The, no, if no, you look at the returns not, of the S and P five hundred, again, stay dopey, libs. So you could just look this up. Here's a committee for the for a responsible federal budget, and I quote: Social Security's old age and survivors insurance trust fund will run out of reserves by 2020, uh, 2034, and the theoretically combined. Social Security trust funds will be insolvent by 2035. Again, you could just look this up because it's, oh, oh, that's a Republican talking point. No, actually not. It's the Social Security and Medicare trustees annual annual, annual, annual report. Yeah, it says, it says it right there. You, you, could just, you could just look that up. You see, Joy Reid hasn't figured out the internet machine yet. No, she hasn't. Joy Reid just likes to lie to her audience who just stays dopey and actually believes Social Security has the benefits they promised you. Stay dopey, libs. At least you'll be ahead of the curve here. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. If you would, please subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate it. It is free. Just click that follow or subscribe button. It helps us stay on those top charts. It matters a lot. Uh, Keeps our marketing costs down, so we really appreciate it. The show is available on Apple, Spotify, and a video only exclusively on Rumble at rumble.com slash Bongino. Again, it's free to subscribe and follow. We really appreciate it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.